0: Hey, it's Sean.
1: Hey, it's Brie. And this
0: is I Can Explain, the
1: podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And
0: this week's topic is gay music.
1: Yes, but first we have to talk about how I'm a poser.
0: Well, obviously.
1: Yeah, we we're just discussing how I've been we, vegan. That's for... what we do every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've been vegan for 16 days, and I'm really trying to like soak up the um, people thinking that I'm a good person. Yeah. For the small amount of time I've committed to being vegan which is this month. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to make it like well known. And then, um, but like there's a balance, right? Cause I can't put it out there too much because then when I'm not vegan next month, then people will come for me.
0: Well, I will come for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um, like
0: Brie commented on my Instagram, (laughs) like how hot I was, obviously, um, that she wanted to date me, obviously. And then like I went vegan for you and like seven people liked it so far. And I'm like, these seven people think you went vegan for me. I
1: know. And I hope they continue to think that just so they think I'm a better person than I am. You know. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I've been vegan for 16 days in case you haven't heard. Um, it's true. It's real when they say that vegans want to talk about being vegan because they feel better than everyone else, um, because that's the mindset I'm now in. Yeah. You and... come for
0: like the um, the ending of animal suffering, but you really stay for the moral superiority.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've also been sober for 16 days, which is um, good for the people out there that are sober. Wow. Yeah. Because it is hard because so much is based around alcohol in our life. We talked about this last episode. Anyway, so I'm going to continue to talk about it just so everyone knows and until I'm done.
0: Okay. I'm confused. What's happening right now?
1: Um. This podcast is called <laughs> Let's Talk About What's Going On in Bree's Life.
0: I actually think it was gay music. Yeah. But... <laughs> And you know what's not music to my ears? You talking about yourself.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. Um, before we get into gay music or whatever we want to talk about, whatever it is you've decided we're talking about today. Well, um, one of
0: us has to decide a topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to first give a shout out to... All of our patrons who have decided to support us on Patreon, but specifically Aiden, because Aiden is at the tier that we give you some extra love on the podcast. You are being so generous with your support um, for I Can Explain podcast, and it does not go unnoticed, and it is so, so, so appreciated. Both Sean and myself were so excited when you signed up to Patreon and gave us some love and generosity. Um, So thank you, Aiden. And thank you to all of our patrons who have decided the lowest tier on there is two bucks a month um it sounds like a small amount um but believe me it really really helps us out and um if you have the money to give even two bucks a month we would really appreciate if you went to the link in our bio on instagram at i can explain podcast and supported us on patreon or considered ordering merch because i think merch is starting to get sent out this week
0: yeah, some people are already getting merch. <gasps> I know. Oh my God, so exciting. exciting.
1: So make sure if you have ordered merch to tag us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at brian Williamson. And if you want uh, some awesome tiers, head over to our Patreon.
0: I will say it's very weird because I... Um, am not uh, a largely followed person in any way, and you certainly aren't either. So I yeah. won't give you that much. Um, but micro creators, it is weird because I know that you had like your stupid fucking B team and all that, <laughs> <laughs> all that garbage before. You know, <laughs> oh like my
1: you,
0: God. you've no, I'm kidding. I actually loved B team and like the girl shirt. Like you've had yeah. merch before. Yes, but for me, some like new to this bitch.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I know we talk about it. It's weird to think that there are like thousands of people that have listened to us talk while we just sit in this closet, but it's also weird for me because I've never had any sort of merch or anything. That's true. And like, let's be honest, 99% of the people listening are here because of you, but they're staying because of me.
1: (laughs) They came for Brie and they stay for Sean. Exactly.
0: We're not
1: putting that on merch. I know someone's going to (laughs) slide into our DMs and say to put that on merch and we are not doing it.
0: But the we came for Brie has like some like nice double entendre. Oh, true. (laughs) Yeah, a
1: little twist there.
0: Um, yeah, it's super weird and like awesome to see somebody Mm -hmm. wearing something that relates to like some fucking bullshit (laughs) idiocy that we've done.
1: (laughs) No, I really love, that's one of the things I love most about merch because we've talked about it before. It's kind of hard to get like lost in the numbers on social media or like podcast listens or whatever it is. It's like, oh, like, this many thousands of people listen this week and you think of it as like analytics and numbers because that's how it's displayed to you and something really cool about merch is it like puts faces to listeners yeah um both for us and like the community itself like It's just so cool to me that someone could be walking down the street and be like, oh, my God, I listened to I Can Explain, too. Yeah. I mean, it won't happen,
0: but it could. The
1: the potential (laughs) is there. The potential is there. If that ever happens, oh, my God. Let us know. Let us know. (laughs) Like, seriously. Because we will have you as an eight-part guest docuseries about your experience running into someone else who listens to I Can Explain podcast. Yeah.
0: Like the new Shane Dawson, because he's super canceled. So, like, it could be us.
1: But, like, interviewing the person who ran into someone who ran into somebody who has merch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, buy some merch if Mm -hmm. you want to, if you feel so inclined, and um, send us photos of you in it because it's so weird and fun and awesome to see, like, real uh, humans existing in the world wearing our shit.
1: Especially during 2020 when we, like, don't see a lot of humans.
0: (laughs) I've seen, like, five people this year.
1: (laughs) All right. So... Music. And the reason we're doing this topic is because Sean and I are coming out with our very first album yep. dropping next Here month. It
0: comes. It's a folk album. <laughs> it really, I think, encompasses some like country roots that we've very evidently always had.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. And I, I just can't wait. So we're going to give you a little sample today. <laughs> we're kidding. But honestly, should we? Probably. I think that would be kind of iconic.
0: Yeah. Or um, what if it's a CD of just a compilation? of every time I've roasted you.
1: <laughs> but, like, to a beat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like a diss track. <gasps> diss
1: tracks. <gasps> what Should if we, we, we make diss,
0: track? diss tracks for each other? That
1: would be so good. Kate,
0: let us know yeah, <laughs> if you want us so to make good. diss tracks. Because that's, like, we talked about the roast the other day. That's, yeah. like, the, the new age form of a roast. Oh, yeah. A diss track.
1: That's, like, the Jake Pauls and Tana mojos.
0: And we're basically up the there.
1: <laughs> oh, we're there for sure.
0: Um. So, yeah, me i think gay or queer music is so interesting okay because of how different it is for different like parts of the community right because when you think gay music mm-hmm. just in itself you think of like all these people that aren't for the most part, aren't queer themselves? Right. Like there are so many gay icons that make music that mm-hmm. like the specifically like gay males go hard for.
1: Like Casey Musgraves.
0: Casey Musgraves. Right. Yeah, very similar tones to our upcoming EP as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Like Britney Spears, Casey Musgraves, yeah. like all these people that aren't queer themselves, yeah. but we've like put them on this pedestal of having gay music, yeah. which is so funny to me yeah. because it's like. Like, they're not making it for you. No,
1: (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) And, like, but they will take your money. (laughs) They
0: absolutely will take your money. Um, Which is funny because our first single is This Isn't For You, But We Will Take Your Money. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I can't. And it's so funny because there are a lot of people that who, like, they're not queer, Mm -hmm. but they're also not. even almost allies sometimes yeah you know no 100%. like there are people that haven't done fuck all for this community <laughs> yeah. and pe- people are still throwing them up on a pedestal as you would a say a stool yeah. yeah up
1: on that stool
0: <laughs> up on that Looking stool down
1: on all those gays. exactly
0: but then on the flip side of it i would say queer women music is mm. mostly
1: yes
0: music made by queer women Absolutely, yeah or sisters or queer sisters. That's very true.
1: <laughs> it's actually interesting when you say that because, yeah, I feel like the gay male community like goes really hard for straight, cisgendered hyper femme females. Yeah,
0: which is a, a huge problem generally. Right. But,
1: yeah. And then and and there are the two sides of it, like you said. Like there are the people that are allies and they do go hard for the gay community. Yeah. So like you you see that tie-in. But there are there is the side that like literally has never mentioned the gay community LGBTQ plus rights. Anything. Absolutely. But they're like, she turns a look, so she, yeah. she like is an some, icon.
0: Like somebody like okay, like Nicki Minaj. Yes. I think she has previously like spoken like maybe softly about Mm -hmm. the queer community but she's like quite a problematic person like is literally like dating or married to like somebody who's like a predator basically and all these things and people go fucking hard for her yeah whereas like i don't think people I, i'm generally speaking yeah. i'm sure there are queer women that like like Nicki minaj but for the most part like you know that's a pretty they
1: wouldn't the, the, i think the difference is is like
0: they wouldn't tell people about
1: it <laughs> <laughs> they keep that to themselves yeah.
0: the nikki shrine is in a closet <laughs> whereas for the gays, it's on their dining table <laughs> no
1: i feel like the differences is, is like gays will like stand and go hard for and like call them gay icons yeah whereas like queer women listen to all types of music but in order for it to be like queer icon music it does have to have some level of queerness to it yeah like it's not just like queer because we're like that person's hot or like cute or turning a look yeah. it's like the reason that, that musician or artist is a queer icon to and I'm generally speaking to like queer women is because they themselves are a queer woman yeah. or they're in the LGBTQ plus community or they're non-binary or their music um, contains like storylines that are queer or their gender neutral pronouns. Yeah like that so it's like they're doing something
0: exactly yeah <laughs> you know totally.
1: and I feel like in general the gay male community has less standards when it comes oh to... this this goes
0: far <laughs> deeper than just fucking Nicki Minaj <laughs> yeah also every single time I hear the name Nicki Minaj I just want to say like Minky Minaj <laughs> like that like TikTok <laughs> <Yes>. sound <laughs> um but the main reason that I wanted to talk about this mm-hmm. is because if you are listening you know that every Tuesday, but now it's Wednesday because the fucking Bachelorette is on. So everybody had to watch that, Um, which is like the least queer show of all time. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Concerningly heteronormative. (laughs) Um, But Brienne loves it.
1: As we said, I'm a poser.
0: Exactly. She's not even lesbian.
1: (laughs) You heard it here first, folks.
0: Um, I'm outing her as hetero. I'm actually the next
1: Bachelorette.
0: <laughs> um, but so we now every Wednesday have a uh, trivia, yes, with our friends over Zoom, and we have a, a mutual friend mm-hmm. who doesn't like oh, Lady this was Gaga. So disturbing
1: to me when I heard this. And
0: not only doesn't like Lady Gaga. Yeah thinks that she uses the this queer This drove me nuts. It really grinds my kids. Yeah, yeah. She genuinely... You know who you are. Yeah, I don't think she listens, though. I think
1: she listens now and again.
0: Well, if we tell if her we she's tell on it. she'll, she'll on be listening. She'll listen. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, she thinks she's using the queer community. Yeah. who also like she identifies as bisexual. yeah. So that's a whole nother layer to yes, it. Yes, yeah.
1: Which we called out Which, on the Zoom Yeah, trivia. but that
0: did nothing for her. No. She didn't give a fuck about that information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and we yeah. have
1: like a problematic button. Absolutely.
0: Problematic. Yeah. Um but I just found that so interesting because mm-hmm. obviously my Vision might be skewed because I am a gay male, and everybody knows that gay males go hard for Gaga. Right, but to me, she's one of those artists that um has done so much for the community that even if she didn't identify as queer herself, oh absolutely, I'm like you, like are an icon because you have earned it. (laughs)
1: Well, first of all, queer or not, because I don't think you have to be queer to do this. She is undoubtedly a drag performer
0: yeah agreed. um
1: because her level of look to me is drag she claims it as drag yeah she's also done gender bending drag numerous times she had a whole character what was his yeah. name uh, um, joe, joe joe something yeah joe it was so good
0: oh why did i want to say joe dirt oh,
1: no not it wasn't. joe dirt
0: but kind of
1: <laughs> but i remember actually being in my parents living room when that and we were watching that yeah um
0: cuz she did it, like, like you much and I music or yeah, something she did you and, uh, you and I a, yeah.
1: and I rewatched that like in my bedroom like 800 times cuz it was the first time I saw a uh female presenting person like gender bend in that way I yep. was not out yet I had never been to like a drag show or a gay bar and like to see that on mainstream TV and someone like really proudly like like doing drag like she was being a drag king. totally um was like so cool to me and like to me you don't have to be any sexuality or any gender to do drag and i just thought that was like super cool yeah and then to find out that she identifies as bisexual i mean she before she was really huge she went to dinah shore which we've talked about before um and um just went as a person going like as a guest she had like a cabana there and then she kind of took off the like year after that um she has donated to so many organizations she continues to book lgbtq plus artists and pay them fairly um you know she books drag performers she has been on rupaul's drag race and like highly promoted it yeah so like she has done a lot of yeah. work for the community, whether she is part of it or not, which she is because she says she is. Exactly. And that's where the ad and ends.
0: I know. And also a lot of people um, mm-hmm. use the same weird bi erasure yeah. on her, saying, Oh, well, I've never seen her with a woman.
1: it's and like, it's like Bitch what does that fucking mean? It's
0: not for you. Yeah. Like you don't she doesn't need to prove shit to you. Yeah. Also, it's one of those opinions to me that I'm like, what else do you want from her? Yeah. What else do you want from her? There's people that are like skating by on bare minimum and she's like foot to the fucking floor yeah. constantly. Totally. And what What more do you want? When I was like... <laughs> what, will, what will appease you? Yeah. When
1: I was like 18, <laughs> I went to her concert in Vancouver and she did this whole fucking tribute where she like called queer kids... And both in the audience and not, like, that were at home Yeah. and, like, surprised them. And, like, all these queer kids in the audience, like, answering their phone and they're talking to Lady Gaga. And she did this, like, whole thing about it. Like, that was built into her show. Yeah. And then, like, she has so many anthems that are, like, undoubtedly clear. Like, the obvious born this way. Like, it's just, like, you can't do anymore. No. And that's, like, speaking to by erasure in general and like not only by erasure, but I think erasure of any sexuality of this understanding that you have to like Prove it based on actual sexual or dating experience. Yeah. Which your sexual or dating experiences has nothing to do with your sexuality. No. It's zero. Like literally zero. You're not any you don't gain gayness the more people you have sex with of that identity. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. I didn't become more and more lesbian as I collected women in the bedroom. Yeah, like, you looked more
0: and more lesbian as you collected those cards, but you didn't become more. Like, that's the
1: thing. Like, it's weird. It's like people like act like it's some commodity. That it's like, oh, you've slept with only one girl. Okay, so you must be like, you're you're a baby gay. Oh, you've slept with twenty. Okay, like like women and sleeping with them, or anyone and sleeping with them, is not a commodity, and it doesn't gain you gayness. It might gain gain you insight on how gay you are, yeah. because you're by those experiences. You're like, oh or like oh, how yeah. to
0: eat someone out just right. <laughs> but like, <laughs>
1: but like it does not like. There are so many people that I know that are bisexual. Sexual, or they are lesbian I know lesbians that have never slept with a woman. Yeah. And they just know they're a lesbian, but they haven't re- met the right person, so they just haven't slept with a woman because for them, that's what... They don't want to just sleep around. Correct. Like, so, like, that cannot be the standard. I think for the standard for me is just, like, first of all, do they identify? And second of all, are they doing work for the community? Yeah. Because there's two things that piss me off when people like, claim, themso- claim people as, like, queer icons in music. One is if they are not queer themselves. Yeah. Because I'm like, mm, okay. I'll give them a pass if they're doing a whole ton of work as an ally, but totally. otherwise, like, really? Yeah. And then the second is if someone is given the queer icon title just simply because they're queer. But yeah. they're doing nothing for the community. Yeah. That drives me nuts, too. Because I'm like, you... To me... You can't like have like a huge platform, but then not speak out for issues that affect your community. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So
1: like both of those things annoy me. Agreed. Okay, glad I got that off yeah. my chest. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's just so weird. Also, like, there's so many issues with the gays, and you know, yeah, they Understanding of uh, Their say on women Uh Um, And I think it's so prevalent In music Um, It's like people have this There's this weird stan culture Uh That people think that they have like Valid opinions of every single thing That a a female artist Is doing because they've uh, assessed them to be a gay icon. Mm-hmm. Like, leave them alone. I know, it's so, <laughs> you're so I'm like, you're sitting at home, like, literally, like, in a basement, like, <laughs> like...
1: Judging their, literally, like, nail polish yeah, color today. Yeah, they're like,
0: wow, like, she really didn't turn this Grammy look. And I'm like, you haven't changed your clothes <laughs> in three days. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, people are, like, harsh. It's so frustrating. I know, it's actually... Actually, next level. Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long term retention and It actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in. app, and it's an amazing value. The Lifetime membership has all 25 languages, so you don't have to stop at one. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today.
0: So I have a question for you relating directly to gay music. Yeah. Do you remember the first time that you heard a song that used same-sex like identification of love?
1: I don't remember, like, the first time that I heard that. I remember songs that did not mention pronouns really at all yeah or were enough that you couldn't and you're like i'll it take out. it <laughs> so the one that's like huge for a lot of women loving women is robin dancing on my own yeah and it's like such an iconic track for like you cannot go to a queer woman event and not hear robin dancing on my
0: absolutely own. and if
1: if you don't then it deserves to be shut down in my opinion exactly because that song should be playing yeah and Nowhere in that song does it, like, actually say the genders of the people involved in the storyline. Yeah. But there was always just this sense that it was queer. Right. And I don't know what it is about the way this song's worded. I think it's because it's so consciously not gendered. Yeah. That makes it seem so safe. And it also seems like the way it's written feels very queer in the sense of, like, you know, you're in a club and like you see this person that you thought you were into, but they're with somebody else, and yes. that feels very queer in the sense that like we well, talked about Well, I'm like they definitely before. say
0: her in the song.
1: Yeah, so the like this is, this <laughs> is the switch up is that she's talking about like her, as in the person that she's singing about that she's into. Yeah, is kissing her. Right. So like the person could be a guy
0: yeah oh yeah
1: you know like a straight male it could be anything yeah anyone and like her and her so really it could be a heteronormative story but there's something about it that feels very queer even like or she could
0: be doing that thing that gays do when they just like refer to like uh like a laundry basket as her I'm in the corner watching you kiss her laundry basket. Laundry basket.
1: (laughs) No, I think like also the added value of the fact that we've talked about how because there are so few queer spaces, you always see your exes or the people you're into or people you've slept with every time you go out.
0: Yeah, I also think that like the fucking like content of that song, regardless of even if you're attaching it to any gender or any anything, Mm -hmm. the content of that that song is so queer just in, like, a life understanding. Yes, like, totally. I'm in the corner watching, like, yes. you know, I'm just dancing on my own because I am queer and nobody wants to hang out with me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you're out in the world yes. kissing her life, you yes.
1: know? <laughs> ah, yes, I see that. Yeah, I see that. she
0: really did something like that. There's,
1: there's layers. And no matter which way I look at it, I just it just screams queer to me. So, like, every time I hear that song, I don't know why it's, like, it's like a sad song, but yeah. it feels weirdly empowering.
0: Totally, because it feels but you're like still you're dancing seen. on your own. You're, still you're not dancing just over standing there.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that song for me is the first that I can think of As, that a, is like
0: that. A, a one mm-hmm. thing, every single time I hear that yeah. song now. Yeah. Before I was like, great song. Now I just automatically. <laughs> here's yeah. a shout out to a cult favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: On Bree's birthday, the horrific <laughs> day that is Bree's birthday, her last birthday, when we went down to the States, remember when we could cross borders? Yeah, um, that was fun. Uh, worst night of my life.
1: Okay, if you say this again, <laughs> I'm so, sad, so sick of this story. Top 10
0: worst nights of my
1: life. Oh my god. Julia even brought this up to me. She was like, Sean always says that he hates that night. I'm like, you only listen to like three episodes and you still... And you still notice that. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, the people need to know. <laughs> they, they know. Um but during all of like this battling Brie breaking a tooth, her sister going missing, oh <laughs> like God. during all of this, the one time we danced for like a three minute period <laughs> was to that song.
1: Yeah, because because I one of my friends requested it.
0: Yeah, no, and that was great.
1: And I was like, that's the only song that's going to make me happy right and now. And for that birthday. moment,
0: I felt alive. <laughs> for
1: that three minutes, yeah. I felt alive. <laughs> no, it's a fantastic song. The other one that I can think of, like artist wise, that I was like first impressed by okay. um for the lack of pronouns was Tovlo.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Tovlo was like an OG of like during my gay awakening of like feeling like that music was super inclusive.
0: Yeah. And you also can't have uh, um a song called Disco Tits without turning on some lesbians. So.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I like Tovlo is just like hot
0: too. So, so there's another mess. part I have realized that well, okay. Both both um, lesbians and gay men do this, but I think it is a little bit more psychotic in uh, queer women and more like kind of just making fun of for gay men, which happens a lot. But there's this weird thing that a lot of queer people take a lot of liberties Uh um, with artists and really read into some things that don't necessarily need to be read yeah. into. Like a good example in the making fun of category is Sean Mendez oh, and how wow. every uh, gay man basically like bullies him because they say he He's is gay, gay yeah. which he may be. He may mm. not be. Why do you think that that is your duty to try to like yeah. fucking figure it out? Why are you making all these memes about it? Why are you like haunting this person? It's super gross. And then a lot of queer women, one that I know in particular, yeah. um, like to listen to every single lyric in a Taylor Swift song <laughs> <laughs> and break it down as to why she is fucking Diana Agron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Or what's that other one? Um What's her name? Kaylee Closet. <laughs> or
0: something. Kay- Kaylee's Closet. Yeah. What's her
1: name?
0: Um, I was like Kaylee Kluoko Cl- or this, we? no, the super. Oh, model. Carly Claus. Carly Claus. <laughs> Kaylee's Closet. Yeah. All the same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think it's quite common mm-hmm. in queer women that it's like they really. You know, just let somebody... If somebody's going to come out, just let them, let come, them out. come out. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> you know, I think I think there's, like, this weird thing. Like, I think people forget that celebrities are not just, like, a commodity, right? Yeah. That they're people. Yeah. And I think that it ties back into... And it's something that's important to unlearn. It ties back into the f- lack of representation. Yeah. So when you don't have representation in, like, really mainstream media... It is, like, very exciting to think about someone being queer. Yeah. Because if Taylor Swift was queer, then can you imagine the doors that would open for representation and, like people feeling like they're safe to be themselves and all these other things. Plus, she's a beautiful woman and she's talented in all these other well, things. Well,
0: this person obviously wants to just fuck Taylor Swift, yeah. so, <laughs> the one I'm thinking of. So I'm like, you just gotta let it go.
1: <laughs> so, like, I see where it comes from because it's very exciting. Another um, example of this was uh, Lauren Horegi and uh, yep. what's her fucking name? Uh, mm. Cam- Camilla? Camila, um Cabello.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, when they were in Fifth Harmony. Um Lauren has now come out as as bisexual, but um Camilla And has Camilla not.
0: has not let Sean Mendez out of the okay. basement she's trapped him in. <laughs>
1: yeah, <legit. laughs> and um apparently when they were in Fifth Harmony, and I definitely saw this online, there was like this huge like stan culture about the fact that they were like secretly dating and then they must they're in love and like people would do all that crazy shit of like finding like every little video clip that their hand brushed each other's hand as they walked by and like people look for the craziest little things to like tie in that as proof in their opinion of that they're together yeah and lauren came out after fifth harmony broke up and also spoke about the um this whole stand culture of their apparent relationship about the fact that A, it wasn't true and B, it actually cause a lot of issues between them and it made her super uncomfortable. Right. Well, you would be
0: overthinking every fucking... Yeah. How you, like, patting somebody on the shoulder was going to be taken online.
1: Plus, at this time, she was in the closet.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. So that's the
1: added layer. And then on top of it, apparently during this time, for at least a partial amount of this time, she was dating another girl. Nice. So, like, constantly online and then can you imagine this discomfort of this other girl and she's hiding her sexuality to a certain degree hiding some charge, I should say, she wasn't out of the closet. And, like, then you have all this social pressure. It's just, like, really fucked up to do to somebody. Totally. But um, people think of it as, like, a commodity. And I think a lot of, like, young queer women that really stand Fifth Harmony in general were, like, how epic would it be if two of them were dating? And, like, they create all this fan fiction around it and all this stuff. And it's, like, really what it is, at the core is a lack of representation which is a shame on media's part because they're yep. not giving people things to represent so people have to make up things for themselves and make up fanfiction and make up all this like this could potentially be true and this person could be gay but then we forget that like whether they are queer or not it's like not our job to like really kind of out them
0: totally you know yeah. especially
1: if they are queer and they're not ready to talk about it yeah um so it's like this weird I don't know. It's, I think it's fun to think that someone could potentially be queer. But there's a difference between, like, talking to friends about it and being like, oh, my God, can you imagine, for example, if Taylor Swift's gag yeah. like, I think because of this, this, and this, she could be. That's fun.
0: It's literally, but I I am going to let you finish your point, but I just can't get over how psychotic some people are, especially this person I'm talking about. They're literally, we'll <laughs> reference, like, a fucking, it'll be, like, a Taylor Swift lyric that there's, like, a tree, and then they'll be like, and 52 weeks ago, Carly Kloss. <laughs> It was photoed with a tree in the background.
1: So, probably. So, they're,
0: they probably they fucked dating. that night, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> like...
1: I would assume I mean it's clear as it's day it's like um no but like honestly like when when like this person we're talking about is talking about with friends I actually think it's really fun and funny it is funny. but there's a difference between like talking about it with friends and like contributing to this like weird online pressure about it yeah and like there's like people that like go in and then it goes into like hate like when people are dating people that don't match up with the storyline that they have created yeah then they go in like hate on these people like when camilla first started dating sean mendez everyone went and like ripped sean mendez to shreds because they're like camilla's supposed to be with lauren you're breaking up like yeah true love and it's like that wasn't ever happening he's
0: like i don't even like her
1: i know so like there's not because he's gay
0: i will clarify just because she's insufferable (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, no absolutely no so like that's the difference i think is like there's a difference between like It being fun to think about someone being queer because it's like cute and fun and like talking about it with friends and like creating like like people get in arguments about it online.
0: And I think some of that is like music is so powerful and Uh it's like one of those things that. I know it's so cheesy when people say it but it's like one of those things that genuinely like controls my mood and like really like I I my boyfriend thinks I'm psycho because Mm -hmm. I have like so many playlists like I'm like I have a playlist for like every season like I usually like at the start of summer I'll start Mm -hmm. a summer playlist and then as the summer goes all the songs that I liked I'll like put into that playlist totally and then I have ones for like car rides and campfires Mm -hmm. and all these things and I think that part of music that is so great is you relate to the lyrics and the stories that this person is telling. But when it's something like a love song, you want to see yourself in yes. that, that love song. Yeah. So I think for a lot of queer people, it's almost easier to <laughs> follow these stories because mm-hmm. you give yourself the potential of thinking that that person could be talking about you Absolutely. in a weird way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, a hundred percent. It's like in the same way that like, um, like, when somebody does have a confirmed sexuality that aligns with that artist could yeah. be attracted to them, they, like, go hard being like, yeah. I could be that person's girlfriend yeah. or boyfriend. It's
1: like, it it creates the, it's a more attainable fantasy.
0: Exactly. Which it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when that fantasy isn't possible, it's yeah. almost like we find a way to make it possible. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You're like, 52 weeks, go the tree. Uh Which means she was fucking Carly Kloss, which means she could at one point date me. Which means (laughs)
1: if I stood in front of a tree.
0: (laughs) If I fucked this tree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, and I also want to, like, say something else to do with this is that when people put sexualities on people, whether it's, like, musicians or, like, just even, like, non-celebrities, like, people in life. Yeah. The unfortunate thing that comes from that is, like, when someone's an ally, they're put in a position where they feel like they can't, like, aggressively deny. Yeah. Because then they think it's going to come off as homophobic. Right. Right? Like, it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sean is an asshole. <laughs> no, like, for example, like, Sean Mendes has said a few times that he is straight. Yeah. And... It's I feel for the guy, because for him, he's like, I can't come out and be like, no, I'm not fucking gay. Like, I am straight. Like, if he went hard like that, then people would be like, whoa, Whoa, it's not offensive. You think there's a problem with being gay or, like, someone thinking you're gay and, like, all this stuff. So you're kind of, like, caught between, like, a rock and a hard place, because you want to be seen for your sexuality, no matter what your sexuality is, and... Um, when it comes to like minorities, like LGBTQ plus, then, um, or sorry, I was taught that you aren't supposed to say minorities anymore. You're supposed to say marginalized groups. Okay. Which I just learned that. So when it comes to marginalized groups, like LGBTQ plus, like... He can't like go out there and actively make an interview about the fact that he's not gay, because that would like be really terrible yeah. for his like reputation when it comes to being inclusive. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't know, it's just kind of like she placed puts on it. And then on the flip side of things, okay. <laughs> on the flip side of things, because like people are, like Jeez Taylor <laughs> Swift and like everyone else, yeah. there is also the cat and mouse game that certain celebrities play with purposefully trying to seem a little bit queer.
0: See this I was going to get there.
1: Okay. That's but no,
0: I, we can get there now.
1: Okay, let's,
0: let's do it. <laughs> um yeah, there is that there is that that Queer baiting uh-huh. that is uh prevalent and i feel like modern music i don't yes. think it was a thing that was without the fucking internet what's the point of queer baiting?
1: yeah 100%. um well because also it used to it would you would lose your career before exactly you queer yeah <laughs>
0: um now it's no, like cute and fun yeah like how many times fuck we've brought this up like three times but Ugh. it's such like i think a good example of that fucking rita or a girl's song like that was yeah. a whole thing another mm-hmm. big one was that ariana grande song yes. like was it Boyfriend or something. I forget um, what song it is.
1: Yeah, where she like purposely is like something along the lines of like
0: I like girls I, and but like No,
1: no, like I found her and her name is Ari.
0: Oh that, like, but there's so also the one that. that she's like, um something about girls I'm and with. it's like I like women and men. Then 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 that song. That. Anyway, so she like says, okay, I says like that. women and men. Okay. And it's like, is like fuck, I don't know. Like, is that queer baiting? Cause then like, can you even
1: you can you even say that because she hasn't outwardly said Exactly.
0: Not and then weird. like the whole thing with like the Rita Ora song was that people basically like forced her to say that she had experiences Which with women like and this is how she like wrote about it. It's uh-huh. like, I don't know. Like
1: you don't know. Yeah. And it's hard because, like, also like going back to the Taylor Swift thing, like she has that new song on her album that's like it's like she is singing as the guy. Yeah. And she's singing to the girl. Yeah. So it's like. As a female, uh, let me tell you the to queer it. women
0: had a heyday with that. Oh one. yeah.
1: And then she was like in an interview, like, Oh, well, it's about a guy. I wrote it as a guy, yeah. like a sixteen year old boy singing to a sixteen year old girl. Yeah. But it's like you obviously knew that girls were gonna see hear Taylor Swift's voice a female voice singing she, her pronouns and is going to relate that as a queer song. Yeah. But then also maybe Taylor Swift is queer and she doesn't want to outwardly say it. So she's saying, I'm writing that as a guy. Like you don't know. Yeah. And you can't decide that for somebody. Exactly. But it's also like, I it is also difficult as a queer person to not sometimes feel like you're getting like a little bit duped. Yeah. And I understand why that frustration comes up sometimes because it's like, the, we've talked about it before. The queer community is powerful when it comes to like buying power and like promoting artists. Like when they like someone, they go hard. They're oh, not absolutely. just like, Oh yeah, I listened to her on the radio, I like that song. It's like I'm making fan accounts, I'm making like fan fiction, I'm putting up uh, you know, edits, I'm like going hard and buying every one of their tickets. Like Trixie Mattel said it best. Trixie Mattel was like my best fan base is lesbians they will come to every show they totally. will buy every piece of merch they yeah. will they go hard for me so there's like power behind queer audiences and in a lot of ways um queer audience kind of establish what is cool before it's cool yeah like a lot of mainstream artists started with like a queer following yeah so It's hard to decipher, and it's not our place to decipher. But it is also internally hard to to decide within yourself whether you're being duped or whether someone is just maybe not out yet, or they're like no one has to tell you their sexuality either.
0: Yeah, it's also like I think a lot of queer people have um that wall up of Mm -hmm. like being afraid of being used yeah um (laughs) by straight people specifically as well. (laughs) So I like it is I think a natural reaction. I do genuinely think though that like people should really push for um like non-gendered like lyrics yes just because so easy it's uh, yeah it's easy and i am not somebody who um has gender dysphoria or anything like that so i'm not saying that for for because i can relate to that section of it but i think that is a very important like people that are non-binary like where's where's their fucking audience or music or all that but i also think for people that you know do identify as a specific gender it's it's nice to not have to do the work in your brain to um to make a specific feeling or song Or anything uh, relate to you Oh you yeah
1: know? 100% yeah. And that's the thing it's like it's so easy for artists to do And it's actually also smart Because so many people are More people are going to buy your music and relate to your music yeah. And like promote your music Because they feel like included in it And yeah. it doesn't take anything away from the song Exactly Like it's so easy to make If anything, like gender neutral
0: I understand that a big chunk of uh, Musical lyrics is somebody telling Their personal yeah. story I get that But isn't the joy of music that so many people can relate yeah, to your and see story
1: their life in that story yeah so
0: wouldn't you want to open that up to mm-hmm. as many people as you could
1: and i mean the fact that it stands out so much for queer people oh my god like the, the fact, fact that i'm like this song yeah i'm like oh my god this song like I the song is
0: beautifully vague
1: yeah and i love it right yeah. like you you see yourself in that which yeah. i think is like really cool um another one of my favorite queer artists is well not that we're talking about free favorite queer artists, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Jamie Fine. Okay. Jamie Fine um purposely is a um female artist who uses she, her pronouns in all of her songs. And she knows that she will sell less because of it. Right. But she does it anyways. Because the thing that a lot of going the opposite way that a lot of queer artists do on purpose is is, is use, use the, gender like, neutral. Yeah. Because if they use the. Or there are, pronouns there are of queer the artists yeah. that
0: use like heteronormative
1: Yeah. That too. Pronouns. So a lot of people do that because, um, like we were just talking about, the plus side of it is everyone feels included, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the downside of it is, is that we never get any songs that are very clearly gay yeah. in the same way that there are millions of songs that have heteronormative pronouns. We're
0: still just clinging to I kissed a girl, you know?
1: Oh, <laughs> clinging and clinging and clinging. It's a
0: joke, by the way. <laughs> we, for,
1: we forget in there that she talks about her boyfriend. We don't care. No, we, we, n- we don't
0: give a shit. We're we s- we, we a hear brother. cherry cherry chapstick and we jump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I miss Gay Bars. You know what I said just to wrap this up.
0: You're going to say oh, I miss Gay Katy Perry.
1: <laughs> Katy Perry. Katy Perry. I loved her. <laughs> such a such a fun vibe. Yeah.
0: Okay, wrap her up. Okay, to
1: wrap it up, I was talking to a friend the other day, my friend Alex. And we are talking about what a sad, sad reality is that so many of these songs that are coming out right now we do not get to hear while on the dance floor. And we have decided that when bars and clubs reopen, specifically gay bars in my case, um, that there should be like you know how they usually do like '90s night. Yeah,
0: there There should should be be COVID
1: night, (gasps) where it's like the songs just rain on me. (laughs) Yeah, it's rain on me. It's WAP. It's the songs that you missed, that you didn't get to dance to, and no one, no one mentions that they're three years old. No no no, one cares. no,
0: no, 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 no. It's
1: just that we all know that we did not get to dance to them and experience them in the way that they were supposed to be experienced. Like ba- "Rain on Me," we've talked about, was is supposed to be experienced in a gay bar.
0: It's, oh my God. If that's the way. I it's hope supposed the first time I hear "Rain on Me" at a gay bar, they just play it back to back twice.
1: Uh, or three times. Yeah.
0: Like I won't I'm even be. I'm genuinely upset. concerned for like my lower body. Yeah. When I hear that, because I think my legs will get blown off of me. <laughs> like, like that's how excited I'll be, I know. or I might just like shit myself. <laughs> like I hear the oh, first like... <laughs> note of rain on me, and it's just like a yeah. diarrhea fountain.
1: Well, on that
0: note, <laughs> see you at the clubs, guys. <laughs>
1: Thank you again to our patron, Aiden. Aiden I'm sorry that I had to. Time out to right the right diarrhea <laughs> yes. offense Thank you so much. And thank you so much to all of our other patrons. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. And there's a link in the bio with all the information on merch and Patreon. We really appreciate your support. You can also follow us personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. I kind of have to shit now. Oh, God. <laughs>